0: Welcome to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am Chris with my lovely bride Jamie, and we are so glad that you've joined us for this episode. And we're gonna be talking about something that is actually relevant to a lot of couples. Mm-hmm. And that's Yeah, if you're married, this is yeah, happening to you. Yeah, but... if you're if you're married, you're if you're not there yet, you'll get there. Mm-hmm. And we want you to stay out of it if possible, because we mm-hmm. want you to get out of the marriage funk. That's right, because marriages—they have seasons. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's ups and downs, right? And you know, even healthy couples—they mm-hmm. have arguments. Oh. Right? In fact, couples who don't argue, I, we would argue, we would argue that they're not healthy. Mm-hmm. That there's resentment. There's things being held back. So we're really talking about that funk that couples will get into that we're, we need to address and not just right. like, it And be. it's
1: not necessarily like you're fighting a lot and it's mm-hmm. negative and all that. Sometimes that funk is just like, it's that gloominess. It's that, that melancholy kind of feeling in your marriage where it's like, we're not fighting, we're not horrible, but you know what? It's just blah. It's just mm-hmm. flatlined.
0: Yeah. It's where it gets into that mediocre. Like yes. We just, we settle for things just being, eh. Right, right. Instead right. of for really something that glorifies God, something that honors him, that, that, that's joy-filled, mm-hmm. that people look and go, oh, I want that.
1: Yeah. And sometimes these things happen because we are human beings. We have fluctuating hormones. <laughs> we have life circumstances. We have different things mm-hmm. we go through and we just get those melancholy phases. We just get those down in the dump kind of times, or we're mm-hmm. just kind of exhausted maybe, Sure, and yeah. we can fall into these seasons in our marriage, but they can they can also come from like stress and Mm. burnout. Mm -hmm. They can come from having a lot of fatigue and maybe you've had a season where you've been so busy and now we've hit the wall where we can no longer sustain that kind of rhythm in our marriage. Or it can be, you know what, we're just, we've become boring. Mm -hmm. You know, our marriage is kind of flatlined and it's just mundane. We're getting up, we're doing the same things and we've done them so long that now we're kind of like just blah.
0: Yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because we recently watched My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And it just, <laughs> when you say that, it makes me think of the dad who seemed like, you know, like, the E. Miller, he just toast. He's just not, no jam, no marmalade, just just toast.
1: Yes, that is a great analogy because it is. It's like plain toast and that is not what we want to have in our marriage because it's that season when you you don't have desire. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to go anywhere. You're not interested in sex. It's just... It's not necessarily bad, but it's definitely not thriving. And so Mm-mm. that is what we want to call the marriage funk. Yeah. You're probably going to have one. You've probably had some. You might be in one. But if you are in one, or if one comes up down the road, we want to help you get out of the funk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the funk. Right. <laughs> Um, sorry, I couldn't, couldn't resist. No, he can't. He really I, I, can't. I can't. I really, I really can't. You know, but you know, we we talked in a couple episodes. I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm i am tried to. i tried to put us back on track. I know. We talked a couple episodes about that idea of being if you're too task driven, mm-hmm. right? It, it does put you into a habit because we get good at what we practice, get mm-hmm. you into a habit of being all task. Oriented and in the task mind, which is not relational, right? And that that will pull us against it. So I guess that kind of leads right into what we'd say as our first point is to check your boundaries.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is the first way to help you get out of that. Yeah, the funk. And so we're going to give you a few things that you can do to actually pull you out of that. And yeah, checking your boundaries is a huge one.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Well, are you saying yes to too many things? Mm -hmm. Saying yes to too much overtime at work. Or taking work home and yeah. too much on the on emails or whatever at at the house where it's it's eating into the time. Mm-hmm. Are, are you saying yes to too many sports activities or mm-hmm. too many extracurriculars or too many hobbies or too many going out here or there? I mean, is is, is it too much? Yes, because what mm-hmm. we, as far as boundaries are concerned, we every time we say yes to something, we're saying no to something mm. else. And for those people who don't like saying no, well, you are every time mm-hmm. you say yes to something. It is, it is actually happening. And in fact, just because when we talk about boundaries, sometimes people are like, well, was, you all are coming up with these terms and all that. Well, no, God God came up with, with boundaries. Yeah. God came up with boundaries. Genesis 1.9, God said, this is during the creation, mm-hmm. let the waters under heavens be gathered together into one place and let dry land appear. And it was so. Okay, so here we go. we got God. (laughs) There's boundaries in
1: nature. Here's
0: boundaries. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we can reflect. Here's where water is, Mm -hmm. and here's where the land will be. Here's a separation. There's a separation of dark and of of light. There's a separation, Mm -hmm. and even in the Ten Commandments, the first two are about how we should have boundaries with gods. Don't Mm -hmm. have other gods. Don't make these images, right? Here's there here's rules or mm-hmm. boundaries to operate under.
1: Yeah. Well, I even think about the day of Sabbath, mm. having a Sabbath day, mm-hmm. like we are made for rest. Yes. Rest is to be our launching point. And, and some of us get so caught up in just going, going, going. And I would think majority of us... We're not having Sabbaths. Mm-mm, we're not no. having Sabbath days where, no. where we're just resting and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Our bodies need the boundary of rest. Yeah, We need the boundary of, you know what, I'm not going to be on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Can't be. No, we're we can are not made for it. No, and some of these boundaries, they could be, we could be lacking boundaries with one another. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we begin tolerating behaviors or words or different things that our spouse is doing. And that's gone on so long where now it's like, you know what? I've just kind of disconnected. Mm. I've gone beyond mm-hmm. angry, I've gone beyond t- trying, and it's like, you know what, we're just going to flatline because I, I've lost my desire to even care. Right. You know, when you mentioned like work and schedule and things like that, but we can also have lack of boundaries with the kids. Mm. If we're not mm-hmm. parenting as we should be, if we're not allowing our yes to be yes and our no to be no with our kids, we're going to get exhausted really quickly and that's going to affect our marriage.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, spending too, letting the kids, stay up later and all mm-hmm. well, the kids go to bed at the same time we do. Well, that's probably a boundary you yeah. might, might want to review.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, you know, for us recently, we had just come off social media for several months. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. we came off, we didn't say how long we were going to be gone. And the mm-hmm. same with our podcast, it all got put on hold because I needed to rest until I was done resting. I needed that boundary. I deal with a lot of physical problems and a lot of health issues and my body was taking a toll. And I love investing in you. I love teaching and and we love helping couples, you know, through these platforms, but not at the expense of my own peace and of Mm. my health.
0: No, absolutely.
1: So we shouldn't be paying our marriage, our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health should never be the price we pay for that lack of boundaries yeah we have to have boundaries to protect those things because those those things are what help us exist every day
0: right oh yeah if you're not good to yourself how can you be good to other people right you don't have the resources how can you offer them up to other people
1: that's right so first thing to get out of the funk check your boundaries see where they're at am i lacking them am i allowing things that i'm really not okay with are they draining me and making me tired because that will certainly flatline your marriage
0: yeah definitely all right let's talk about another Another one, another way to get out of the funk is to reconsider some of our roles and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Look, there's a lot of, of talk, and, and hopefully, if you are married, you had premarital counseling that at least discussed or went over some of these, these ideas that we have about roles and responsibilities in the home, out of the home, mm-hmm. things that we learned from our parents that we want that we just will innately repeat, or we realize, hey, don't want it to be like that. And so maybe you got into the marriage going, okay. Here's how things are going to be. We're gonna we're gonna step into things, and this is everybody's roles. But I, I guess we we'll want to throw that out there. Nothing's set in stone. I mean, in your life, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say <laughs> God did not write in a stone tablet. This is mm. what each of you are going to be responsible right, for, right. and that's how it, how it's it's supposed to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and the challenge is we actually might start off in some of these rhythms mm-hmm. for good reasons. Right. Right. So that maybe there's, okay, well, in this stage of life, you're going to do this because that makes more sense for you to do it. And I'm going to do this because it makes more sense for I to, me to do it. And these rhythms we mm-hmm. start in start to become ruts right. if they're no longer serving the same purpose as mm-hmm. they served when we got into them in the first place. So now if I keep doing this, but it's not serving the same purpose because you need help in that, and I'm mm-hmm. not stepping into that. Well, I'm, I'm doing what we agreed on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to reconsider and reevaluate some of those things are they still meeting the needs right or have the needs changed
1: right because we change yes our life circumstances change mm-hmm. and what we needed before what we need help with before what makes sense for our the running of the house mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. may not make sense now that we've added four kids to the <laughs> <laughs> you know to the scenario here and so yeah checking in with one another and what are the roles what makes sense for us and these are areas where as far as like household management management and things like that and different roles Mm -hmm. there's it's what works for you as a couple yes i mean these are not there's not a list for what wives Mm -hmm. do there's not a list for what husbands do it's what works for you and when we do pre-engagement or premarital counseling Mm -hmm. that's part of it is what are your expectations for the roles what do you see yourself doing what do you expect your spouse to do Mm -hmm. and 10 years later those are going to be very different things and that's okay That's the design we're supposed to grow and we're supposed to keep communicating with, you know what, I know I used to do this all the time, but this is exhausting me and my new work schedule doesn't allow that. Can you please take over this task and how do we divide things differently? But if you're doing extra work that is draining you when it makes much more sense for your spouse to be doing that task, or it's something you can ask for their help in, then you're going to, you're going to flatline out because you're going to be exhausted and you're going to get upset over that.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I like that of what you're saying is even asking for help because maybe it's a job that you did agree to, and maybe mm-hmm. it is still makes sense for you to do it, but it doesn't mean that all the time you can just do it. Well, that's just my job. So I've right. got to do it even and not ever ask for help or not ever mm-hmm. need assistance. Well, no, no, yeah. we're each other's best resource. Next to God, we're each other's best resource. And if we need help, we need to actually th- ask for help. We are to bear with each other's burdens and Mm -hmm. we're, we're not allowing our spouse to fulfill that if we're not actually sharing that, that we have burdens.
1: Right. And so we can't get gridlocked Mm. in the division Mm -hmm. of chores and help around the house and things like that. We have to be flexible in that area Mm. because our lives are ever changing. Our roles in, in life are changing. Being a mom of toddlers is very different (laughs) than being a mom of teenagers, which is very different than being an empty nest mom when the kids are gone. And the same with, with fathers. It's the same. Same thing, and just roles at work—they change, and our stress loads change. We've got to be communicating, and it's not about keeping it fair; it's about creating a rhythm in our house that works and that doesn't steal from our marriage.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's talk about another aspect. So, this, this is actually personally my favorite: <laughs> of dealing with an elephant in the room.
1: Oh, mm. mm-hmm.
0: okay. If, if. If you've been listening to us then you know that that was tongue-in-cheek um, it's, it's uh, being a recovering people pleaser mm-hmm. dealing with the elephant in the room was not it's still <laughs> not my favorite thing to do no uh, you know and, and the thing that we would we would suggest for those who fall into that camp of, of allowing an elephant to stay in the room the, the question is exactly how big can that elephant get before you need to deal with it right right is it a, a one ton Elephant okay to be in your in your room, yeah. or do you have to wait till it's five tons? I mean, until until it can no longer fit mm-hmm. through the door and get it out. I mean, really, I say that just to kind of give that visual. because if there's an elephant in the room, it, the bigger it gets, the harder it is to see around it, to mm-hmm. see each other, and the harder it is to deal with it later on.
1: That's right, and there's several different ways I think you can look at this that elephant in the room. One is the one you're talking about a little bit, where it's it's denial. It's mm-hmm. sweep this under the rug. I don't like conflict. I don't want to deal with this Kick issue. Kick the can down the road. Yes. And so it's not dealing with it at all and acting like it's not there. <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing at? I'm <laughs> laughing
0: at. Because, look, a part of the denial, of kicking the can down the road, I, I'm not necessarily – what's what's the opposite of procrastination of someone who is a procrastinator? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I, I tend to fall on – whatever that is, I tend not to – You're not to, an overachiever. I, yeah. I can tell you I, that. I don't fall towards – away from – that mm-hmm. I, I fall closer towards the procrastination and so it drives jamie crazy mm. when i might procrastinate on something and then something happens where it doesn't have to be dealt with or it kind of already got resolved or where that's, it works yeah it, it, yeah or it didn't have to you right so it, that issue is no longer needing my attention and, it, and because i procrastinated i didn't get involved with it so i'll say procrastination wins yeah
1: no that is <laughs> incredibly annoying it's incredibly annoying because 90 percent of the time it doesn't work that way and you can't no it does not because sometimes it's a win for you but it's like you don't have to deal with it because i already did and so that's an issue too or
0: you had to deal with stress until it was resolved yes it was like okay well the issue resolved on its own didn't need our intervention but But i was
1: stressed out the whole time absolutely yeah so this method does not work sweeping it under the rug but also sometimes that elephant is a problem that is repetitive and it's there and it's still a problem because you're not doing what it takes to resolve it Mm, if you're having parenting issues it's like the kids keep doing this constantly 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 and it's like, well, I know we need to change this, but we're not. Mm, so mm-hmm. sometimes the elephant is not doing the actual work that you already know needs to be done, and it's it's not dealing with the real problem either.
0: Right. And if you know that something needs to be addressed and you don't know how to do that, well, first off, share with each other. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to address this. I'm not sure how to yeah. deal with this. And it's okay not to know. Yes. It's the first time we we've talked about this before. We have a lot of first in marriage. In fact, mm-hmm. there's there's almost everything will be first once you get married. Mm-hmm. And you've never gone through that before, so you can't be expected to do that. But even then once you start to, to talk with each other about that and, and if you both of you are can't figure it out, well then seek help. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, look for, for some books, advice, reach out to a coach, do something that for someone who might yeah. be able to help you get past yeah.
1: that. And we do this in every other area of our lives. Sure. We're installing an irrigation system on mm-hmm. our own, yeah. which I don't know, we'll, we'll see about the regrets we have of that. It's still, in it's still in progress, you know, but we're doing that. And every time we run into an issue, we're troubleshooting. We're mm-hmm. sitting down. We're brainstorming. We're what if we try this, or should we move it over here? You're getting on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You're looking stuff up. You're asking people who know how to do this. If you go to work and there's problems with work, what do you do? You sit down and you have a brainstorming meeting. Yeah. How do we fix this problem? But when things come up in our marriage, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we can't, we can't deal with that. I don't know what yeah. to do. I can't
0: possibly ask somebody. I'm supposed to know. And that's yeah. Like, and look, I'm wondering if that's you. I'm certainly not meaning for that to be to be downputting because you're not alone Mm-mm. there's a lot of people no. who will wait years for getting help because they think they're supposed to just know what to do
1: right right and, and that's just not the case no
0: don't do that to yourself There's no, don't waste years where you could quickly
1: mm-hmm.
0: would i say quickly maybe months resolve something that's been in your life
1: right that's right so the next one is not letting resentment build. Yeah. This one, I'm gonna just cast that right over to you because that one's <laughs> your baby.
0: <laughs> that, that, is, that is my baby. If you are, because we talked about being passive spouses, and it's in you are the ones who are most at risk of holding resentments. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that the, the other spouse, who's not more passive, doesn't because because unfortunately, when we let the elephant stand, I verbalize
1: room, my resentment. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. hold it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we let that elephant stay in the room, and we just keep going. Oh yes, sir, I'll take care of it. Oh yes, sir, I'll take care of it. Oh yes, sir, I'll take care of it. Well, that that will build resentments. Mm-hmm. But we'll the passive, more passive ones will quietly build resentments. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll we'll hold on to things and stew on them, and then they'll grow. And the problem with resentments, guys is it's relationally crushing. Mm-hmm. It will crush mm-hmm. the life and the breath out of your relationship. So mm-hmm. you've got to addre- address them. And one of the things that we have is, is we call it the 24-48 rule. Mm-hmm. So if something's still bugging you after 24 hours, after a day, and it's still on your mind, address it, bring yeah. it up.
1: Before that 48th hour. Yeah,
0: before 48 mm-hmm. hours. Don't mm-hmm. let it go too long. Just like the elephant in the room, the longer you let it go, the harder it is to address. hmm Mm-hmm. And it starts becoming a trust issue because if you let something yes. go a couple weeks, then it's like, okay, well, how long have you been sitting on this? How long has this yeah. been bothering you? What else is bothering you that you don't uh, that you're not telling me? And you mm-hmm. know what? And you're telling me you're okay with this now, but how do I know that? In, Two weeks from now, right? So if I'm addressing it within a couple days, then it's like, look, hey, I've had a chance Mm -hmm. to think about this. I've I've been realizing, is is this something that I'm able to deal with? This is really bothering me. Mm -hmm. No, let me address this. Right. I'm not just, I'm not just like working it up or because there's look, there's there's times where I've gotten all worked up about something. And it was really just kind of my issue and my deal. Yeah. And I was – took 20, 30 minutes, and I was okay with it. Right. And it was, it was actually a blessing that Jamie wasn't there for me to open my big mouth and stick my foot <laughs> into it because you're right. Because after I got a chance mm-hmm. to process, realize, realized this is me. This is right. just my issue. And then I actually was able to tell Jamie, and, and it was funny – Because like how I got all worked up about the silliest of thing Mm -hmm. and then realized it had nothing to do with her. It was all me. But if if there's something that I've got that she's, that I need to dress with her, it will become a wedge if I don't. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think the the tricky thing with resentment, especially for you kind of people pleasers, passive type of people, mm-hmm. is a lot of you may not even be aware mm. that you're harboring resentment. No. Because you're just yeah. shoving it down and shoving it down. And so you've got to become aware that every single time you're feeling upset or, I mean, except for those things where it's like, okay, it's me, I'm sensitive, mm-hmm. I need to let that go. Yeah. But when something is really bothering you and you're not saying it you are building resentment
0: yeah you're harboring it
1: and so it's acknowledging and recognizing that that is exactly what's happening
0: no absolutely we've it's look we've had clients who once we start talking to them about resentments and Mm -hmm. they start understanding it they come back maybe maybe even not until the next session where they're like I've been holding on to resentments. Yeah. I recognize that now in my life and I see how it's been working against my relationship, against my marriage. Yeah,
1: And a clue to being somebody who does that is if, and when, because what happens, you push it down, push it down, push Mm -hmm. it down. And then all of a sudden it all comes out. And if you, when you do unload and you have Mm -hmm. a whole laundry list of all these things, chances are you've been, you've been carrying some resentment around. Yeah. That's yeah. the outcome of that. <laughs>
0: that's true. Mm-hmm. If you could unload a list of things, you're probably holding resentments.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think that is what would happen with us. You mm-hmm. would unload and all of a sudden all these things that have happened months ago, and I'm like, I had no idea that you were even upset about there. and that's right. that eroding trust that you mm-hmm. were talking about.
0: And it's not fair too.
1: No, it's it's not. It's not and it's not mm-hmm. healthy and it will cause you to both like kind of just check out and get in that funky place mm-hmm. in your marriage where you mm-hmm. don't want to be. And yep. the last one, this this is our favorite one. This
0: is definitely If you want to get out
1: of the marriage funk, my goodness, go have fun.
0: Have some fun. Yes, you have to have more fun. Yeah, at the, at the simplest it will remind you that you're still friends. Yeah. Right. At the basic, it, it, yeah. will, it will fill your joy bucket. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the more that we have our joy bucket filled, mm-hmm. which we've talked about in other episodes, but right. So then the, the more relational, the closer we feel with yeah. each other. And
1: the easier it is to deal with the stressors. And mm. when you're having mm-hmm. fun, when you have that joy bucket full, then elephants become little mice. Yeah. You know, oh, I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's like elephants don't feel like elephants anymore. They right. feel like I can handle this. And the brain chemistry you have going on contributes to that. There's yeah. scientific research that proves that it's when you're having more fun, when you have more joy, stress is much easier to deal with. Absolutely. And you're
0: not, you're a lot less easily shaken. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, I like I love the elephants are in our mice because <laughs> where Paul talks about we strive forward, we have this love because love covers a multitude of mm-hmm. sins. And mm. so it's right, these, these, these multitudes, right, these, these, oh, well, they left their cup next to the sink instead of in the sink. Okay, well, yeah. it's not that big of a deal where sometimes that could become a fight.
1: Oh, that can absolutely become a fight. Absolutely, it can become a fight. And so get out there and have more fun. Mm -hmm. And whatever this looks like for you as a couple, if you're athletic, go play some pickleball. That's all the rage right now. (laughs) You know, go for a walk, sit on the porch, laugh, Mm -hmm. talk. Go do things, play board games if that's what you do. Have more date nights. Keep it simple. Enjoy each other in the simple things as well. Watch Mm -hmm. a comedy but all of these things we actually have a resource for you it's something that can help you reconnect as a couple Mm -hmm. and and pull yourselves out of that pit, out of that funk that you're in. And it's called the Restoring Connection Course. It's a four-week plan, so it takes a month to do it. You get short video teachings from us. You have discussion questions. Some of them are fun. We're teaching on a new concept every week of the four weeks. And we wanna give you a code for that so you can get 20% off. It's a simple code, it's PODCAST20. We'll put the link in our show notes. You can go grab that. It is designed to help you reconnect and help you get out of the funk. So that course may be exactly what you need to get out of the funk so you can...
0: Enjoy the journey.